What is up ladies and gentlemen, what a fantastic time to be alive. Welcome back to another installment of our ass-kicking movement known as Constructing the Beast. I am your host with the very most, Darius Riddick, aka Riddick the Lion. For those of you that this is your first time tuning in, welcome to your day of reckoning from here on out. Life's just gonna fucking skyrocket, okay? For those of you that are tuning in once again, joining, coming back to our little um, dysfunctional <laughs> but freaking awesome family that we've built up to this point, um, thank you for tuning in once again and uh, showing that support. And on that note, if you do find something of value from this podcast, all I do is ask that you leave a nice little review or, you know, comment or something like that because it really keeps us going. It keeps me going and it shows me that you guys are actually listening and taking something from it. And of course, my job as always is to continue to make things better for you all. Okay. Enough of that. I want to get right into it because, uh, you know, this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for quite some time. And, um, so just like a little little background on me, super quick snippet. For those of you that don't know about me, I absolutely love and passionate about anything fitness, right? I'm talking about physical fitness, mental fitness, social fitness, emotional fitness, all of it. I absolutely love it because every day, you know, you get something new out of it. It's like it's like a test of your fortitude, right? But when I first started this journey, for me, training like athletics physical fitness was literally life or death okay in my mind i could take a chance at this arbitrary lifestyle right and live my life or i could die emotionally on the inside and physically on the streets right because i grew up in poverty i grew up with less than shit less than garbage okay but a lot of people don't they don't understand that. They don't realize that. But I know some of you out there understand what it's like to grow up less fortunate than most people. OK, but the thing is, with that duality of that mindset to I live this life of fitness or die out there, you know, whether that be mentally, socially or physically, uh, I approach everything with that same intensity. OK, and I never leave any stone left unturned because who knows, right, when our time is up every day, I choose opportunity i choose life and i never look back okay that is the theme that i kind of want to present to you all today okay so bear with me when i say that every day you have the opportunity to make a choice okay like the devil and the angel on your shoulders but a, a, a lot more tangible now i know a lot of people that believe in predestination okay as in no matter the choices you make in life you are predestined to be in a certain situation or circumstance and honestly mm, i got some news i disagree right i think me personally that there are actually two paths that are laid out for you in this crazy thing we call life okay so why i think like that is actually a bastardized concept from a well-known poem by Robert Frost, one of the greatest poets of all time, uh, called The Road Less Traveled, okay? And it's also from the concept of nature versus nurture in psychology. So th th these aren't things that I'm just making up, okay? It's a pretty well-recognized and respected concept, and I actually practice these day-to-day and -day pretty much in every single thing I do. 
So I really wanted to share this concept with you all to get up here and break it down. And if you haven't read that poem, heard any of his scores, or looked into nature versus nurture in psychology, I highly, highly suggest you do, um, even if you don't agree, because worst case, it just gives you a widened perspective, okay? <clears throat> so just a quick synopsis, um, in case you've never heard of either, okay? So the road less traveled is exactly what it sounds like. It presents the concept of two roads, one of which is clean, nicely paved, ideal looking road, yeah, yeah, why not, that anyone would want to travel, right? But that's the problem, everyone, wants to travel that road and everyone travels that road so when you take that pristine road that ideal looking road you end up where everyone else is or has been but then there's this other road you know it looks kind of scary actually you know it looks kind of sketchy uh it's weeded over bumpy rocky and it's just less than ideal um that would honestly be an understatement okay but at the end of the road can only be something those brave few could earn you know no one really knows because the majority of people haven't taken this road it's the road less traveled because who the fuck in their right mind would travel down a road like that mm, i'll tell you those who are or want to be stronger minded or have faith in a bigger belief right so in short the entire poem is a metaphor for challenge and growth right take the easy route be like everyone else or nut up to take the road less traveled and the reward could be greater than you ever imagined. So that's that, right? With the concept of nature versus nurture, oh man, holy shit. I could literally be here all day talking to you guys about this because I absolutely love the concept. But again, I'm gonna try to keep it short because I know that after about eight or nine minutes, you guys are fucking done listening to me yab my gab, okay? But in the psychology of the mind, okay, they present two concepts, two sides, if you will. Nature says that regardless of where you go, what you do, what you see, eat, breathe, etc., your nature is branded by your genes and ancestry, period. Like, you cannot change that. There it is. You get what you get, okay? For example, <clears throat> a constant will use, say, serial killers, okay? Nature says that it was always in their nature to go ape shit and kill people, like, they were going to do that regardless if you were nice to them or they had a billion dollars. They were going to end up just going hash and slash on some motherfuckers in a diner or something like that, right? No matter what, it was bound to happen. Now, on the other hand, nurture actually says that how they grow up is how they ended up that way. They are a product of their environment. Now, this concept is obviously a lot more recognized generally because it makes more sense, right? What you experience throughout your lifetime is what determines what kind of person you are, not your birthright, okay? Regardless of which one you believe, it brings me to my main point. Where you are in life right now, is it because you chose the easy paved road or is it because you took the road less traveled and there was absolutely nothing in the end for you. Is it because you were predetermined to be this way or is it because that you are falling victim to your environment and your surroundings? Now, my guess is going to be it is not the latter of the two, okay? And that's what we're getting to. Because in reality, that's what it comes down to. You are the one in control of your life. And although you may not have control over every event along the way, you are the captain. You are steering, okay? You don't have to be a product 
of your environment and no one is forcing you to be on this road. Even if you've been on this paved road for miles, it's not too late to get off and change course. Okay. Imagine if, imagine, right? Close your eyes right now and imagine your ideal life, whatever that may look like. Okay. Money, power, fame, family, influence, whatever. It doesn't matter. Now, now this won't technically happen because success is a progressive beast. Okay. But for the sake of argument, Imagine waking up tomorrow in that ideal life being reality. Now, do you think that traveling on that paved road that everyone has been or blaming society at at, at being the, the victim mentality or your genes for where you're at is going to get you there? No, no, hell no. Don't even consider any answer other than no. Okay. Now I get it. I'm living life as well as the next person, so I know how hard it can be. Right? Everyone's situation is different. In no way, shape, or form is it meant to be easy. And there's absolutely no blueprint. It's going to be different for everyone. But there's three things that I believe has helped me stay grounded on the road less travel. And I believe that those things could help you guys as well. At least to stay grounded even when you feel like your environment is against you in every way. Numero uno. All right, you can't control all the events in your life, but you can control your attitude. Perspective is huge, yo. I preach about it all the time. The mind is the centerfold of everything. So if you feed it the woe is me attitude or the man, I'm so tired, it flows to literally everything, every fiber of your being, every inch, every portion of your body, right? Your psychosis, your physicality, and your personality. Now, I know, I get it. It sounds ridiculous, but at every opportunity, give your mind what I like to call some positive juice, something to energize it through those dark times, whether that be your light or whether it's the sticky notes that people leave around or whether it's something that somebody has told you in the past that really brightens your day, whatever it is, keep that in mind, right? Because bad shit is going to happen. It's unavoidable. Even if you stay in your home all day staring at the wall, it's going to happen, okay? But how you approach it is what determines your progress. Two, and probably my favorite, is find a happy place. This is your therapy, your deep breaths, okay? Now, don't get this confused with a job because that's not a happy place, no matter how much you like your work, okay? Because it is still work. It's tasking. It's not your hobby. It's still tasking. If it doesn't go right, that can affect you mentally. It's not something you just like to do, okay? Not something that these things can all have an impact on the way that you're feeling, right? Your happy place is somewhere you can get away in bliss and solitude, right? Emphasis, high, high emphasis on solitude, okay? So not hanging with your friends, significant others, kids, parents, none of that. I mean, absolutely alone. Where you can think and get your shit together. Now, I love this because Nikola Tesla, one of the greatest minds of the human race, had it right when he said, solitude is where the most progress is achieved. Now I get it. It's awesome to be around people, but I preach alone because sometimes, you know, you have to take a step back. Just breathe, take a step back and figure your shit out. Because when you can pull yourself out of those dark places, 
you've just proved that you're capable of anything and what you use you have that ability to help someone else help themselves pull themselves out of that dark place and that's that's what this society is about continuously helping each other to be stronger that's what we're doing by creating a dominant ass kicking society okay boom number three clean up your language oh this is absolutely huge. I can't tell you how how much this kind of bothers me because I'll hear the most positive people or quote unquote the most positive people use just really really negative language. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it to other people and to ourselves, but realize how much impact words can have on a person both mental and physical right i know we all can think of a time where we said something or we were told something that we wish we never heard now that those words that event is branded with you now imagine what happens when you do that to yourself okay it's kind of like trying to wash away a scar so words like can't quit won't shouldn't tired lose fail loser lonely drop should be completely washed out gone no sign of them anymore we don't want that in our vocabulary i didn't even feel right saying those words i personally do not use them uh matter of fact do that right now no more using any of those words but riddick i can't you just used it i don't want to hear that no more of that madness right use i'll try and replace those words with like with words like for example do will no matter what and my personal favorite fuck it go live and what i use when shit gets weird is change of plans change of plans i don't use those other negative connotation words because when i use change of plans that's almost like flipping a switch in my head i'm like all right it may not have went the way that we wanted it to but it opens that room for progress, right? There's no negative connotation, no brand, and it signifies there is still room to make things happen. Now, I know we covered a lot in such a short period of time, but what I want you guys to remember is like, we are all living this life together, and sometimes we get so tunnel vision, it's just we have to take a step back. But remember, every choice you make is by design. Now, regardless of what path you want that to be on, that choice, is up to you you are in control you choose the route you are the master and you control the way the attitude that you present to these situations regardless of what they present to you okay you can choose the route everyone's going end up like everyone else blame everything everything everyone else in your environment but you'll wake up one day wondering what the fuck happened because you can only blame your problems on the world for so long until it all sounds the same. Or you can hop on the over overgrown path. I mean, okay, I get it. You won't be like some average Joe. It'll be difficult. Absolutely, it'll be difficult. And no outcome is guaranteed. But you won't be a product of your environment. You keep your control and you can create something bigger than yourself for people who may need it more than you someone out there is rooting for you right now make the right choices that are going to make yourself proud when you look in the mirror regardless of what path you see ahead of you it's never too late to start making those decisions for something bigger than you the world is up for grabs Glorious. Glorious.